The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is DFS simplified. All you have to do is pick your favorite player over unders to cash in. Head over to prizepicks.com and use a promo code SGP for a 100% deposit match. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use a promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up and bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at sobet.io slash SGPN. That's sobet.io slash SGPN. And of course... Don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and free podcasts. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter. It's at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. To follow the Twitter account for the BetMUFC podcast, which returned this week, you can go to at BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. To get my additional content, head over to my website, lockbetting.com. That's lockbetting.com. I've guided my clients to what will be 103 months in a row of transparent trap profit, which included 25 one-unit winners in a row this month. December was a red-hot month for us. To be a part of January, where we will be looking for 104 months in a row of transparent track profit, go and sign up on January the 1st. Start your year right. Make money in sports betting for 2022 by becoming a member over at lockbetting.com. January is going to be an incredible month as we head towards the end of the NFL season. We'll be bang in the middle of the NBA season, bang in the middle of the soccer season as well. We're a month or two away from the return of the Champions League. And of course, we have the return of tennis as we have our first Grand Slam of the season with the Australian Open taking place in January. And we make a shit ton of money betting on tennis. 2021 was a big year for us in all sports. 12 months of profit. Every single month we made a profit. Of course we did because we've never had a losing month in sports betting since we started over at lockbetting.com. That's why we have 103 months in a row of transparent track profit, which means for over eight years, I haven't had a single losing month in sports betting. And I don't plan on that changing in 2022. So to be a part of the service, start your year right and sign up on January the 1st for the 104th month over at lockbetting.com. 
Com. Moving on with the show and moving on to the games here for match day 20. Match day 20 means that we are halfway through the season. Well, most clubs are halfway through the season. Obviously, we've had some cancellations, but obviously when you hit match day 20, you are at the halfway mark. So on the next show, We'll be revisiting some of the futures now that we are halfway through. We'll be doing that as uh, the year turns to 2022. And we'll be looking at where we are as we approach, we go past the halfway mark here with this round of games. But we begin this round by looking at the three o'clock kickoffs and the games that have survived. We have eight games to look at. Only two games are lost. That's a decent amount of games, given the amount of cancellations we've seen so far across the Christmas period. We begin with Crystal Palace versus Wolves, where Palace are the 4-6 favourites. It's 3-1 on the draw, and it's 9-2 on Norwich. Both of these teams are on a pretty bad run. Crystal Palace have undone some of their good start. They're coming off a 3-0 defeat against Tottenham. That was a strong play for us. We landed a lock on the last show, but um, it could have easily been a double lock. It was two one-unit plays for clients as well, uh, especially when we got the news that Crystal Palace and Tottenham might be cancelled. But we took Tottenham when we heard that it might be cancelled on the off chance that the game got played, knowing that we would be getting Tottenham at a very, very good price on the Saturday if Crystal Palace were made to play on the Sunday with a depleted squad. And that's exactly what happened um, because we would have just got our money back had the game been postponed. But we locked in Tottenham at the price of 8-11. to 11. The game was played. Palace had a very, very small squad. Although a lot of questions were asked about why they were trying to get the, team, uh, the game cancelled when their team that they were able to field only had one change in it from the original 11 that played their last game. So they had 10 of the same players in, yet they pushed for a postponement, proving that some of the clubs are trying to use this COVID crisis to get games cancelled. And I think Palace certainly fall under that bracket. So the game that we that we saw played didn't, and the, and the bet that we already had, we didn't quite have the advantage that we thought we had by locking Tottenham in on Saturday and wanting the game desperately to get played because we thought we were betting against a depleted Palace team. We were definitely betting against a depleted Palace squad but we weren't betting against a depleted Palace team because they just had only one change in it but uh, it worked out fine in the end Tottenham cashed for one unit comfortably as well 3-0 2-0 up and then went down Palace went down to 10 men so Palace are looking for a return to form here against Norwich Norwich have had a dip as well. Dean Smith originally came in, looked like he was going to turn around the fortunes, but Norwich have gone back to being Norwich once again. The new manager bounce has gone, and I like Crystal Palace to pile on the misery here for Norwich even further. Crystal Palace have lost just one of their nine home games this season. Norwich have lost each of the last four games without scoring a single goal, and Norwich have lost 12 of their 18 league matches so far this season. Norwich have sustained four successive Premier League defeats now, and um, Crystal Palace have opened the scoring in six of their last eight Premier League home games. So, Palace have been a strong home team here so far this season. Tough assignment here for Norwich. And I think Crystal Palace walk away with the points here tomorrow. Up next, we have Southampton versus Tottenham. 
where Southampton are the five to two favourites. It's thirteen to five here on the draw, and it's even money here on Tottenham. A little bit of a short price here on Spurs. Was hoping uh, for more on the side of plus money. But it's warranted because Tottenham have been under a very, very good run under Antonio Conte. They haven't lost in the Premier League since Conte took over. And I think they will pick up the win here again, despite the price being a little bit shorter than we want. I do think both teams will find a net, though, in this one. Because Southampton have scored in each of their last five games at home. Both teams have scored in 12 of the last 13 meetings between the sides. Tottenham have won four of their last five games going into this one. And Hyung-Ming Song is in red-hot form at the moment. He scored in each of his last four Premier League appearances. And if you look at that Liverpool game, he probably should have scored more goals. So he's certainly getting opportunities in this Conte side. Six of Tottenham's nine Premier League wins this season were only by a single goal. So whereas Tottenham have been decent, they haven't been smashing teams out of the park. And both sides have scored... And Tottenham have come out on top in four of the last six Premier League head-to-heads between these two teams. So what that means is Tottenham and both teams to score is a pretty good bet if you want to add to Tottenham here on the money line. But individually, I like Tottenham on the money on the money line and I also like both teams to score. Both teams to score is available at 4-5 and Tottenham on the money line is available at even money. But you should shop around for a little bit of plus money here in this one. Uh, I apologise for my voice, which you can hear going in and out. Um, I've had COVID. Um, I've had COVID since I went to the Tottenham West Ham game. I initially thought it was a cold, but because I was seeing relatives on Christmas Day, I thought it'd be best to take a test before I was around a load of people. And uh, yeah, I did test positive on Christmas Day. It hasn't been that bad compared to last year. It's nothing like that Indian Delta variant, which knocked me off my feet and I had to have um, oxygen saturation tests because I was really struggling with my breathing and whatnot and struggling to get on my feet. This has been nothing like that. I've been able to get up and down. I wake up a little bit groggy. Um, I get some like cold sweats at night. Uh, I've had a little bit of a cough and and a sore throat. And yeah, as you can hear, it has affected my my voice. It's a uh, no worse than the worst flu I've had. Probably like a, a medium type of flu of this uh, Omicron variant. But yeah, it has uh, taken a toll on my voice and, and how I'm talking here on this show. But unlike last year where I missed podcasts, I haven't missed a single one. So this variant certainly isn't as bad as the others. But that explains why I sound how I sound here. But I wasn't going to miss any shows for you guys and I've carried on carried on trooping through and doing uh, all of my podcasts so moving on to this next game we have Watford at home to West Ham where Watford are the 23 to 10 underdogs it's 13 to 5 on the draw and West Ham here are available at 6 to 5 plus 120 there's a thought out there that people have worked out how to play against West Ham because they've had a massive dip at the moment And I did say this would happen. I mentioned it before and I'll mention it again. Somebody asked me in my group chat, West Ham fan, could they finish in the top four? And I said, no. I said, this style of play will be worked out, especially with the small teams that will sit in. Against the big teams, West Ham will continue to do well. They'll continue to sit in themselves, getting back in numbers and trying to play on the counter. But they'll find 
Um, teams lesser than them, difficult to break down, and that's exactly what has happened. West Ham slipped up last time, losing 3-2 at home to Southampton. It's hard to take him to win here. I think the easiest play to take will be for both teams to score. Both teams to score has landed in each of Watford's last five games, and the Hornets are yet to keep a clean sheet in the Premier League so far this season. Both teams to score has landed in West Ham's last two games. West Ham will be playing their third game in six days, whereas Watford's last fixture was on the 10th of December. Now, this can work both ways. We saw Tottenham play very well with a little bit of rust, having some time off. They came out of the blocks really fresh and dominated Liverpool in their game. And then we saw Man United last night. They hadn't played for 16 days and they were terrible. They played like a team playing a pre-season friendly and should have got beaten against Newcastle. So it'll be interesting to see how that works out. I think we'll see both teams scoring here in this game. Both sides have found a net in Watford's last five Premier League matches and five of West Ham's six Premier League defeats have come by the odd goal. So they could could be um there could be some data there to support Watford getting something from this game but I expect this to be tight I expect there to be goals and I expect both teams to score them and both teams to score in this game is available at three to four up next we look at the game between Leicester and Liverpool where Leicester are the 15 to 2 underdogs is 19 to 4 on the draw and Liverpool are the significant 4 to 11 favorites to win here away to Leicester. So why are Liverpool such short favorites to win away to Leicester? That's because Leicester are missing a whole host of plays here for this game. So with that said, I think Liverpool will end up cruising to an away win. If we run through the list of some of the Leicester players that are missing at the moment, as far as we know, they're going to be without Wesley Fofana, James Justin, Ryan Bertrand, Johnny Evans, Ricardo Pereira, uh, Soyonku, Patson Daka, Harvey Barnes. Um, Jamie Vardy is expected to return and indeed he could be involved here in this game. Liverpool on the other side of things have Van Dyke returning, Fabinho, uh, Curtis Jones could be back. Uh, Annie Robertson is suspended for this game and um, I think that's really it on the injury news front so big advantage here for Liverpool and I think they will win this game and win this game comfortably Leicester could find a net given they've scored in 19 of the 22 games so far this season with both teams to score landed in four Liverpool's last five away games and in two of the last three away wins Liverpool have won eight of their last 10 away games in all competitions though and are averaging 3.11 goals per an away game in the Premier League so far this season so even if Leicester do make a contribution to the scoring I think Liverpool are going to be way, way too strong here in this one. Liverpool have had six victories in the last seven in the Premier League and 13 of the last 16 Leicester City games have produced over 2.5 goals. So I expect goals here in this game. We saw lots of goals in the last Leicester City game. They lost 6-3 at Manchester City on Boxing Day. While Liverpool, they haven't played since beating Leicester on penalties in the EFL Cup last week. So they'll be well rested. And they didn't play a lot of their players in that game. The last time they played their, their full first eleven was against Tottenham on the 19th of December. So this isn't the long layoff that Manchester United or Tottenham had. This has been a nice week off for Liverpool. And I expect them to come off fresh here. Despite Jurgen Klopp's moaning, Liverpool have benefited from just missing the one game and they should come out of the blocks here and take this Leicester team apart I like Liverpool to actually cover 
a minus 1.5 Asian handicap, but they certainly should be a parlay piece, even at this short price of 4 to 11, having won eight of their 10 away games in all competitions this season, losing just one. They are unbeaten in their last 10 overall and have six wins in seven in the Premier League with one draw, whilst Leicester have lost three of their last five games in all competitions and their defence looked awful against Manchester City. This is another attack that could take them to pieces. So that's why I like Liverpool on the Asian handicap line here with uh, Liverpool minus 1.5 available at even money. A Liverpool minus 1.25 available at 3-4. to four. And Liverpool minus one available at three to five. I've explained Asian handicaps on numerous occasions. I'll go over them briefly here once again. Liverpool minus one means if they win by one goal, you end up with a push. If they win by two or more, you end up cashing this play. If they fail to win, you end up losing this selection, losing all your money. Minus 1.25 is the one that really confuses people. If Liverpool win this game by a single goal, you lose half of your stake. So if you take minus 1.25 and Liverpool do just win by one goal, instead of getting a full push, you get half a push on this selection. You need to win this selection by Liverpool winning by two goals or more. The same as the minus one, except the minus one gives you a full push protection. Minus 1.25 gives you half a push protection. And if you're betting minus 1.5 on the Asian handicap line, if Liverpool win by a single goal, you lose your entire stake. Same goes for if Liverpool lose the game or draw. You need Liverpool to win by two or more goals to win any money and you have no push protection with minus 1.5. So that's once again an explanation of the Asian handicap lines. I think I would take the one in the middle. I like the protection of Liverpool just winning by a single goal. So minus 1.25 would be the way that I play this game. Moving on to Wednesday, we'll begin with a 7.30 kickoff as Chelsea host Brighton. Chelsea are the 2-5 favourites. It's 18-5 on the draw and it's 8-1 on Brighton. As I correctly picked in on this show last time out, Brighton did manage to pick up that win that I predicted them to get. They got that win against Brentford, so they've ended that run of 12 without a win. But they come up against a Chelsea team here who showed that they were getting back on track. They got a good win away to Villa. They got some of their players back. And I expect them to continue that winning run here by winning this game. I think that Chelsea represent a good parlay piece here to tack on with Liverpool. Ultimately, I think they win the game here in a low-scoring game against a Brighton team that find it difficult to score. So Chelsea and under 4.5 goals would be my selection here for this game. And that one is available at 4-6, minus 150 here for this one. Up next, we look at a game between Brentford and Manchester City, where Manchester City are the overwhelming away favourites here in this game. They are available at 1-6, to six, minus 600 to win this one. It's 7-1 to one on the draw, and Brentford are a massive 18-1 to one here as home underdogs. I think Manchester City are worthy favourites here. I like Manchester City to cover a handicap and to win this game. City have won the last three games by three goals or more. So a handicap selection here is a pretty conservative way to go. Brentford have failed to score in three of the last five games in all competitions. And they are heading towards a relegation fight. 
City have scored 21 goals in total in their last five Premier League games. And Raheem Sterling is a player that I've circled here. He has scored in each of his last four appearances with five goals in total. And knowing Pep Guardiola, that probably means he'll be rested for this game. Four of Manchester City's last five league fixtures have been wins featuring four or more goals. And City are looking for their 10th straight win in the Premier League. And uh, that run of nine straight wins is why they currently sit top of the table. I don't think this will be a game where Man City slip up. In fact, I think they've had their little slip up. It came in the second half against Leicester where they lost a half of football after dominating the first half. They won 4-0. They actually lost that second half 3-2. And for City to concede three goals in the second half, this manager, Pep Guardiola, is an absolute perfectionist and he probably went in on his players. I expect them to react to that and come out strong here against Brentford. And that is why I like them here to cover a handicap line. You probably aren't getting too much value here on the handicap line if you're just looking for Manchester City to cover a 1.5 Asian handicap line. It isn't really too appealing to take that minus 1.5 at the price of 4-7. to So you're better off taking it up to minus 2. The minus 2 is available at 10-11, to minus 110. That means if Manchester City win by two goals, you end up with a push. If they win by one goal or less, you end up with a loss. They need to win by three goals or more for you to cash this. But as I said, you push on two. So Manchester City minus two on the Asian handicap line would be the way I go here. And that one is available, as I said, at minus 110, 10 to 11. We now move on to Thursday's games where we start with Everton hosting Newcastle. Everton are the three to four favourites to pick up a win here. It's 13 to five on the draw and it's 15 to four here on Newcastle. This is the last game we're going to cover here on the show because the Manchester United Burnley game, which should be the final game, the 8.15 kickoff on Thursday, will be covered exclusively over at BetMUFC. And I have a lot to say over at BetMUFC off the back of Manchester United's more than luckluster performance against Newcastle tonight. So this is the final game. I expect Everton to pick up a win here just because Newcastle are able to play against the Manchester United team who could not get out of second gear. Looked like they were playing a pre-season friendly. Doesn't necessarily mean I'm ready to back Newcastle to go on a run. They need the January transfer window. I think the January transfer window for Newcastle is being overhyped as well because the assumption is that they are suddenly going to purchase a dream team that are going to keep them in the Premier League. Make no mistake about it, this Newcastle team are in trouble And I think Everton could make matters worse for them here. I think it would be very embarrassing for Rafa's side to drop any points here against his former side. I think this represents an opportunity for Everton to get the win. If they don't get the win, they could lose their manager here. And I don't think that would necessarily be seen as a negative for Everton supporters. They've lost so many managers under this owner. I think Rafa Benitez would be the one that bothers them the least. But I do think they'll respond in this spot. We saw them respond in a spot where his back was up against the wall against Arsenal at home. And I think Goodison on a Thursday night here during the Christmas period will see a response here from Everton. They do have the better players on the pitch. And I think that will guide them to the win. There's no statistical data to take either selection here. Both of these two teams are the two are two of the poorest informed teams in the EPL. I just like Everton to get it done here. So Everton on the money line will be my final selection here. My final lean for this edition of the EPL show. Closing out with your lock, 
Coming off a winning lock last time out where we took a parlay and I alluded to another parlay here on the show. Last time out we took Manchester City and Arsenal which cashed easily. I alluded to taking Chelsea and Liverpool on the show. I'm not going to do that. That's obviously something you can play. But I think there's too much individually in the Liverpool game to take Liverpool as a parlay piece. So I'm going to focus on that I think Leicester are a sitting duck here. You could take Liverpool and over two and a half goals. You could take the Liverpool over two and a half goal team total. There's serious value there at 10 to 11. I'm going to take Liverpool to cover an Asian handicap line here. It's minus 1.25 though. I explained what that meant earlier on in the show. That one is available at the price of three to four. To me, this feels like a 3-1, 4-1, possibly 4-2 kind of game. I think Liverpool are going to massively benefit from the rest they've had, despite the fact that Jurgen Klopp has been the manager who's been complaining the most about the Christmas period. He's been banging the drum for five substitutes. He's made himself public enemy across social media. Despite all of that, I think Liverpool come out here with a strong team and take advantage of Leicester's weakened side. And with multiple ways to tackle this game, I'm going to go for Liverpool minus 1.25 here on the Asian Handicap. That's it for me and this edition of the EPL show. Good luck with all your bets as always and thanks for listening.